Fitbit's offering, bad watch apps, and graphene wires. This week on the Wearable Tech Insider Podcast. Good morning. This is the Wearable Tech Insider Podcast for the week of May 11th, 2015. I'm Dan Rosenbaum. This week, Fitbit's going public, but its filing raises some interesting questions. We'll talk about why Apple's watch apps are so bad and why they'll get better. And there's news about researchers who say they can put graphene wires into fabric. First, Fitbit. The tracker maker filed an S1 with federal regulators last week, wanting to raise a cool $100 million. They're not saying how many shares they're going to sell, or at what price, because those are the kinds of things that get ironed out later. But it turns out that there are two kinds of Fitbit stock, Class A and Class B. And you'll only be able to buy Class A. Class B, of course, is better. It carries 10 times the voting power of Class A. But what's interesting is what Fitbit isn't talking about. And that's retention. The company is selling so many trackers that it doesn't matter today how many of them hit the junk drawer. But as the site Rock Health points out, retention and follow-on revenue from services is going to be critical when the tracker market gets saturated, whenever that inevitable date comes. Now, about watch apps. There are about 3,000 apps out for the Apple Watch, and the quality is, shall we say, variable. Overcast programmer Marco Arment wrote at his site marco.org that there's a reason for that. Almost everyone was programming to a simulator, not an actual device. So what worked in theory didn't always work out so well in practice. If a programmer was making a scaled-down iPhone app, it was destined to fail, because programmers need to focus even more than they're used to on the one or two things that their app absolutely needs to do. The small screen, the new interaction modes, they all require more thought and experimentation. Come back in a few months. Apps should be better then. Now, graphene is one of those wonder materials. It's carbon that's one atom thick and has some interesting properties, including connectivity. We're hearing about a group of scientists in Europe who've managed to make conductive graphene threads that they can transfer onto polypropylene. That means flexible electrodes that can be woven into clothing. If it proves to be practical, and if the research serves out, this could be a really big deal. You can see details at wearabletechinsider.com. Now, on the health beat, here's Alfred Poor from healthtechinsider.com. Alfred? Thanks, Dan. This week, I'd like to cover a couple stories. The first one, I'd like to do a quick follow-up on something we talked about last week. Namely, there were early reports that the Apple Watch might be having problems reading heart rates with people who had tattoos on their wrists. Apple has since updated their support page for the product and have acknowledged that this indeed can be a problem. According to the website, they say, Permanent or temporary changes to your skin, such as some tattoos, can also impact heart rate sensor performance. The ink, pattern, and saturation of some tattoos can block light from the sensor, making it difficult to get reliable readings. So Apple does acknowledge that there's a problem. Uh, it's kind of interesting, the workaround that they recommend, which is to get a separate heart monitor that you could link to your smartphone with a, a Bluetooth connection. So that's one way to solve the problem, I suppose. The other story I wanted to talk about this week is about exoskeletons. Now, we've written about these a bunch of times in the past on healthtechinsider.com. But the difference about this story is that most of the time, 
these devices are used to help power individuals with paralysis or weak muscles to help them move around autonomously. Well, a bunch of students at Rice University have sort of flipped the concept on its head and instead have taken a standard medical knee brace and turned it into an energy harvesting system. They put a little electric generator on the hinge for the knee and generate power as you walk from the, the walking motion. Now, as it turns out, the power comes and goes with each step, and that's not very good for charging batteries. So what they've done is used capacitors to help even out the flow of the current, which will help power batteries more evenly and more safely. Now, while this power could be used to recharge your smartphone or other mobile device, the student's goal is to actually create a system that could be used to power implanted medical devices, such as a pacemaker. The idea is that you wouldn't need batteries walking would create all the power needed to, to power the device. Those are just a couple of the stories that you can find on the website. For Health Tech Insider, I'm Alfred Poor. Thanks, Alfred. That's all for this week. The Wearable Tech Insider podcast is a production of Center Ring Media, Brooklyn, New York. Alfred Poor of HealthTechInsider.com is on the Connected Health Beat. Music's by Michael Roth. And production is by me, Dan Rosenbaum. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and subscribe to the website at wearabletechinsider.com. For the whole Centering Media crew, thanks for listening. See you next week.